Hello and welcome to the third Football Supporters Hub podcast. We are in our usual location, the Shed of Dreams. And as always, I am joined by the one and only Podge. Hello. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, James. You? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Good. You had a good week? It's been all right. Good. Can't complain, mate. Yeah. Same old. We had a good weekend, didn't we? We did. It got a bit messy. It got a bit messy. Hey, what, are you, what are you drinking today? I'm on the gallery today. The uh, the little famous gallery. The old uh, B-Tech Stellas. Better than, um, what's it called? Better than Stella, so... That's... Oh, it's just gone it's all over gone the... everywhere as well. Fucking hell, <laughs> mate. Watch the MacBook, George. Oh, no. Anyway, I've, got, I've gone for that. He's wiping it clean now as you speak. It's gone everywhere. <laughs> Keep going. Anyway, I'm on the old, I'm on the Stellas today, as usual, you know. No no surprises there. Um. Oh, yeah. Did you, did you hear about the um, police arresting those two kids yesterday? No. One, one was drinking battery acid and the other one was eating a firework. So they charged one and they let the other one off. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny again. Not funny. Sorry, we, we always have to start with a, um, a shit joke. It's just the way it is. Just, just to warm it, it up. Uh, anyway, so let's get into it then. So we've got a few things to discuss today. Um, we wanted to talk about um, see fans being allowed back in the stadiums at the end of the season, which is great news. Um, we've got our team of the seasons. Mm. I'm sure. I think we've agreed too much on this podcast. I'm sure we're going to be at each other's throats with this one. I'm looking forward to that part. We're, we're going to get deep to down into the we bits are. and pieces of team if you of hear the season. Fist flying halfway through, then I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll hug and kiss. Oh, that's, that's... <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we'll be doing the villain of the week as always. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, yeah, so the government has announced today actually um, fans will definitely be allowed to attend uh, the final two games of the season. Maximum of 10,000 fans or 25% of the capacity, uh, whichever one's fewer. Mm. Um, unfortunately, no away fans, but positive news nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yep, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, even the playoffs might have some fans in them, yeah, by the sounds good. of it. I heard on the radio earlier, I think they're saying it's up to like local authorities and stuff like that yeah. as to how many fans they get in. Obviously, they will let it happen. But no, it'd be great to see fans, especially for, like, for games like that. They're the, they're the games, like, you, games you want to see the most live. They're the best games. Yeah. Honestly. Playoffs. It's the worst game if you lose, best game if you win. Wow. Playoffs. The last few years, Get Coventry haven't lost yet. So it's been fantastic. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, credit to Burnley as well. You see they're, they're letting all their um, 3,500 fans attend free of charge. So Really? That's good. I think more clubs should follow in their footsteps. It's funny. Because they're not making a lot of revenue. There's that little fans. I think even the players should chip in maybe or... Well, the club should do something because, like, what's yeah. what's a, a, it's like a few thousand quid to the, to the players? Just and, treat them. Why not? It's funny how like it's the it's the not super rich clubs that do stuff like that. I swear. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I swear I, I saw someone put that Spurs are charging like sixty quid a ticket or something. Like that. Really? So like, really making really? their money back. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so when we go out to stadiums, like it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. What what's your usual sort of match day routine then, Podge? So match day routine would be for me, uh, get up. It's good. Wow. Good start. (laughs) (laughs) Not get any sleep at all just because I'm so excited. Now, get up and probably around eight ish in the morning, unless it's like somewhere miles and miles away. Uh, Stick on Sky Sports News, absorb the atmosphere of just Saturday 
get a decent breakfast in me, whether that's uh, like a bacon roll or sausage roll, whatever you want for breakfast. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, just excited about the anticipation for the day. Yeah. Like you got to sort out your beers. That, that's the thing. The, the thing you're most excited about, to be fair, is just getting there, listening to good music on the way, getting there, finding a pub, and then that's when you, you sort of get in your element where you're having a few drinks before the game, watching like maybe the the afternoon game at 12 o'clock while you're like getting ready for the game, talking about the team news, things like that. Um, That's the, that's the exciting part. I miss me. it. Yeah. I miss it so much. What'd you, what, what's your routine? Well, it's got to be, you got to have a beer with your breakfast, didn't you? I knew you'd, you'd say that. You'd I literally start. knew you'd say that. You looked at me <laughs> funny when I said like bacon rolls and so you yeah. just have beers, with, beers and rolls and stuff, don't you? <laughs> you got to start. That's the one thing. It doesn't matter what time the game is. Yeah. It's acceptable to drink whenever you want on a match yeah. day. 12.30 kickoff, you're there. Half seven in the morning, it could be a long away day or whatever. You're on the beers early. You tell yourself so, yeah. that, James. But obviously, it depends, okay. depends where it is, what the routine is. I mean... For me, getting to these is quite quite a track anyway. Home games like an away game for me. But um, how do you normally get there? Well, I usually try and blag a lift off someone, or worst case, get the coach. But that takes about three working days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always try and get a lift. So I want to drink, drink on the way up. Yeah. A little KFC at the services. Yeah, some, that's F- it. Find a, a decent pub. That's what I love as well. Going to like services on the way, getting a coffee or or some shit. Coffee. Yeah, get coffee. See a Greg's or see like. KFC, Birking, whatever you want, and then just fucking having shit food, and then knowing if it's if your team loses, who gives a fuck, mate? You've had a good day, and then you cry at the end. You cry at the end, yeah. I, I I don't know. I like having a. I've, I've dabbled a few times with a big bet on uh, Leeds to win as well. When oh I've, yeah. When I've, when I've been to watch them, quite a lot of times. Then quite a lot of times. That makes me I'm, laugh I'm, as well. I'm, I'm, <laughs> It's like it, it makes the feeling even better when you win, but obviously yeah. ten times worse when you lose. I remember, um, I think it was running away last, uh, well, not last season. Yeah, it was last season actually. Yeah, last season. Um, it's the best coincidence ever. I was actually working in Reading that day. What about, about a stone's throw from their stadium? Why were you working in Reading? Just had, had to for do, who? I had to do a course there. I can't disclose my employment. You know, yeah, <laughs> confidential that is, George. You're a bloody copper, James. Um, but yeah, I was working in Reading doing a course, so um, I literally a stones throw away from the Majeski and uh, Majeski, Majeski. Yeah, coincidence. Leeds are playing away at Reading that day. What a how you, you couldn't write it. You couldn't write no. it. It's such a that was brilliant. Anyway, my course uh, it's only like a really like a morning thing. So um, I finished about twelve. The game won until like quarter to eight. So I was there on 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 my own waiting for um. We make Cameron drinking shout, shout out if you're watching. So I was, I was drinking the pub on my own, and um, I was in spoons. Got a ball. I put a few, a bit of few quid on the horses. I ended up racking up like a good like four five hundred quid. I was having a great what? time. Got nice cheap beers and spoons. Got a nice steak and chips. And then um, I was like, you know what? This money's going on fucking Leeds to win. So I think I put four hundred quid on Leeds to win. It was only about evens as well. Yeah. And uh, it was nil nil on like eighty fifth minute. I was like, oh, brilliant. I've just fucking spunked all that. And then up pops Jack Harrison, eighty-six wow. minute or whatever it was. Yeah, what a feeling that was. So, sometimes you just get days like that. Yeah, it was pretty shit. It wasn't away. the best game either, but yeah. that goal. Oh, <clears throat> what a feeling! What a feeling! I miss it so much. I I, I had um I had an away day to Millwall uh, with Louis, and we got coach up. Uh, we were in London Bridge, had lunch, had a couple of beers. Um, I had a bet on Armstrong, Adam Armstrong at the time. 
this was only the second game in, so you, you didn't need too much about the players. You love playing Millwall, don't you? <laughs> Sucker five on Armstrong to score first. What does he do? He literally chips the keeper from like 35 yards out. And then we just go fucking mentally in the way. And I don't think it could last. And then we ended up winning uh, 4 0. Absolutely smashed Millwall to pieces. Beat him 6 1 the other day as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Glad you brought that up. Yeah, he's fucked him up again. Unbelievable. Yeah, like I said, about eight times already, I'm so looking forward to going back. Um, we've almost become accustomed to sort of not being able to go to games and watching games behind closed doors. It's quite quite sad, really. Um, it's refreshing to see the fans at the Carabao Cup final as well and what a difference that made to the whole game. Yeah, um, it does massively change the game. It's it, it's weird to imagine being stood by, like, fans, just by uh, stood side by side with fans, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I could barely it picture It feels that. so, like, so, such a It's going to be time. weird, yeah. yeah. Um. Interesting question I've got for you as well. When you watch the games on TV now, yeah, do you have the crowd noise on or the crowd noise off? I, at first, it was no crowd noise because I just thought that was weird. And then, because I and you sort of end up picking up the swearing and, and the, the manager yeah. shouting and all the staff, backroom staff shouting. Uh, and then I, I spent time listening to the crowd noise when I was like, fuck it. I like the organic sound of just people yelling and. Like you get like Matt Ritchie shouting uh, "you wee dick" to like the lines and, and Hendo saying "fuck off" and stuff like that. It's great. Yeah, I, I was kind of like at the beginning, I was I had the crowd noise on, so I was thinking it, mm. it just makes it sound a bit, I don't know, more realistic. But it, you can't you can't beat normal. But it's it's so shit when like they, they hit it. the side net and then it's like, like yeah. yeah! It's like the worst. It's always delayed. Delayed by like two so, seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I sort of sack that in, and I, I quite enjoy sometimes listening to, like, say the players' reactions. And yeah. It's. it's I think just it was um hardcore reaction, isn't it? Yeah, Luke Hayden made me absolutely wet myself the other day. So you know, with VAR now, the linesmen they don't put their flag up very often now for offsides. They sort of wait and then take ages. It, just, it it went to him on Sky, and the camera's gone straight to him, and he just he just turned around to the linesman and went. See that fucking thing in your hand? Use it. Use your fucking flag. He's going mental at him. And it's got like, sorry, we had, really? sorry, we had any language there. <laughs> in his Essex accent. Yeah. Oh, what a legend. What a legend. Yeah, Sky haven't, Sky literally apologised like they've never had before when you listen to those types of games. Yeah. Without the crowd now. I, I miss it as well, seeing Sky TV's fucking shit and then it all just goes quiet. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. They, they mute the fans yeah. pretty much, don't they? <laughs> Um, one thing that'd be interesting as well to see if um, obviously fans were opposed to VAR and still are. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how vocal everyone is with their opinions on VAR when they get back to the stadium as well. Um, I mean, personal experience with VAR not been great. No, remember I was at the Nations League when uh, Lingard scored what would have been the winner against uh, Holland. Yeah, and uh, this poor bloke celebrating, he, he pretty much fell about ten rows celebrating. Uh, for it to get disallowed, <laughs> yeah, and then we lost an extra time. I, I feel sorry for that bloke. That's bullshit. Though, I can't remember what it? he looks like because I was pissed. But if, if you're listening, mate, bless him. I don't know who you are. You probably don't know who you are. But yeah. um, I'll buy you a pint <laughs> next time we go yeah. to the game. Where are you? If you fell, if you fell ten rows, doesn't matter if you're in or not, you're getting a pint. But you, you make a good point there because um, when you're in the stadiums and VAR's given, I think fans will just go straight on their phones now. Go on Twitter. See how close the lines were. <laughs> I don't think they'll go. I think they will. Like if 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 they're like, oh, that was definitely onside. They'll go on their, their you phone. You try getting signal in the fucking football stage. That's true. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I do. Like, I, I want to see. I want to see absolute sorts. limbs. I don't want to see these half-hearted celebrations. Yeah. 
That's, you see what, players that's why like, it's so pure in the lower leagues and it's, it's so much better. You see players like quite calm when they score, knowing, yeah. oh shit, I could have been offside there. Sad state of affairs, really. Um, Champions League final as well, what do you reckon? It should be in England, really, shouldn't it? I don't know. I'm of the opinion of keep it in a foreign country, mate. It makes it a bit more special. Why would you have it in Turkey? If, it, if it's just a and Wembley... no fans can go there. Surely you'd rather fans be there. It's an all-English yeah, yeah. final. But for me... Because like, Turkey's on the fucking red list or whatever they call it now. Um, so I don't know if anyone will be able to travel there. They've obviously agreed it. So you may want to, like, I don't know, it's probably something to do with the sponsors and they've committed to it with Turkey. But um, why, why would you not have it in England when fans can actually go to the games and both teams are from England? Why, why are they, first of all, why are they debating whether to have it in England and Portugal? Why is Portugal in the equation as well? That's what I, I don't I, get. I think it's something to do with the quarantine rules because they, they need 2,000 UEFA fucking bum boys or whatever to, to go. To set it up, basically. Um, but yeah, And they're allowed to quarantine if they... I think they have to quarantine if they come here or or um, if they go to Turkey. I'm not sure yeah. the correct facts, but that's probably, I think that's one of the reasons. It's just going to be a weird... To be fair, anywhere it is, there's going to be a weird atmosphere. So I guess with the fans, then it's obviously going to make it 100 times better. It's just at Wembley, like... It's just, I don't know. I saw someone tweet like it's going to have a community shield feel about it. But that's probably just but, a myth. But I'd, but... I'd rather wa- much rather watch the game with fans in than no fans. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, one bump today until the Euro start. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to it, even though. So, what's the date today? Shafted with tickets. I'm so looking forward just to it. Just a reference, it's the 11th of May today, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is, yeah, George. Just to yes. confirm. So it's the 11th of June, isn't it? So yeah, first thing the game on the 13th of June. So not long now. I got my England membership in uh, the poxy little badge through yesterday as well. Um, so yeah, making me excited for it. Do you get a card? I've got. I got a card. Yeah, nice. got a card. Um, well, see, we we went to the last Euros, didn't we? Um, 2016 in France. Yeah, it's like that was that, was that seems years ago. That like, was eventful. That obviously it was years ago, but it feels like years ago. That was very wonderful. But what, what game? Yeah, we, we went to a cup. We went to. I think you came down after the, the first degree. You went for the yeah. You were there you? for f- maybe a week before me, and then I got. I nearly missed my Eurostar there. <laughs> oh yeah. Somehow I, I managed to go on board and make it. And then um, what was the first game we saw? Did we saw the England game? We saw. I think we saw Romania Albania as well, didn't we? We saw some. Yeah, that was a unbelievable atmosphere wasn't it that was brilliant do you remember Albania fans were mental we started teaching them don't take me home on the train they, yeah <laughs> they, were, they were loving it they were loving in it, like, they were loving it don't take me home <laughs> that's that funny um, was it the England game or the um, Albania game where we had that incident it was the Eng- um, I'm pretty sure it was, it was the England, England game, game yeah. that shows like because we, we had a few to drink didn't we and yeah, we can't really pinpoint the game but no yeah so we we was stood on like the terracing sort of bit where you go between the toilets in the concourse and the actual pitch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you stood on the top where you can go walk down to the seats or walk behind you and go down to the concourse where the toilets are. And we we stood there watching the game. And then yeah. what was it? Probably half time. So we went down to the concourse. Absolutely desperate for a piss. We've been drinking piss. all day. We're absolutely desperate. The for men's piss. toilets obviously rammed full of fucking <laughs> the was... savages. Yeah. So no we, queue for the women's toilets at all. Yeah, we, we used really our, have done this, we way. used our initiative and used the the ladies. Where even that when we went in it was pretty packed. Everyone was looking at us like, "What the fuck are these lads doing here?" We didn't care. We were steaming. <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't really packed. To be fair. Yeah. Well, it was pretty empty. And then we saw a cube call. We was like, "Well, 
with China. Let's go for it. It had the green. I'm pretty sure it had the green sign on. The green go sign. It must have. So we opened it up, and then she must have been French or something. She was like, "Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! Get out!" She's literally sat down on the toilet. (laughs) Well, as two fucking English try and walk in. uh, So we did what every normal person would do, and we fucking legged it. (laughs) Yeah, fucking hell, yeah creasing it as well but bless her um, if you're listening <laughs> we're very sorry yeah. we're very sorry won't happen again it's all about the memories won't yeah. happen again I'm sure she remembers that day as well i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure she does not not very fondly either yeah right um so we'll get on to it in a minute then next part we'll be talking about our premier league team of the seasons and i'm sure we're going to argue and probably have a, have a bit of a bit of a scrap bit of a ding dong Right, time for our Premier League teams of the season. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I mean, we've probably gone for quite a few of the same players here. Probably gone for a, a few different, but we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Um, who do you want to start with? Do you want to go start with my team or your team? What do you reckon? You start with your team. No, I reckon you start. Oh. Go on, you start with your team. You, have you made your mind up properly now? I know you're All right. You're rumming an R in. <laughs> I have been, yeah. All right, here we go. All right, so yeah, it's Premier League team, team of the season. We've both picked our, um, our starting eleven. Oh, I knew we think it's performed the best this season. Obviously, there's still a few games left, but um, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm just going to say the formation and then I'm just going to name the players, right? All right. So, Edison in goal. Yeah. Then we got back four. So, we got Cancelo, Stones, Diaz, Shaw. I've put Gunwan. I don't know. How, <laughs> I literally have no idea how to spell his name. The way you spell that is. <laughs> I've spelled it seven different times in seven different notes. Anyway. For anyone who, who um, wants to know who's actually fit, it's, it's Gundogan. I probably said that. Do you say Gundogan? I say Gundogan. Gundogan. It's Gundogan. Gundogan, Fernandez, Suchek. And then the top three up front is Salah, Kane, Rafinha. Rafinha. Oh. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to make. a wise man. Yeah. I'm going to mention some honourable mentions in a minute as well. Go on, you do your team. team. Yeah. Like you. Wait, before you start, I bet there's some fucking these players in there. (laughs) What? Go on. What? Although I've got Rafinha, so go on. All right. I want to have a look at your team again. I want to compare. How many how many same players we've got? So right, so I've got I've gone for a I mean, when I when I do a Premier League team this season, I don't always think about the best players for the best position. It's more of a case of like who's the best midfielder, who's the best thing. So the formation Mm. and the players might not be the best for that formation. If I was managing this team, they might be kind of out of position. Come on, you get, get on with it. I'll get on with it. Right, so in goal, we've got Edison. Yep. Same as me. Same as you. Copying me. Obviously, 18 clean sheets and only 24 oh, goals yeah. conceded. Get this stats. In 33 games. I've got to get a stat in. Yeah. 18 clean sheets are unbelievable. <laughs> and, I mean... I bet he's got a few assists probably as well, hasn't it? Well, he, he has got... He's definitely got an assist, I've seen. He, he can I mean, he's got him. probably a few. He can distribute, can't he? He can. Um, gone for gone for three at the back. Uh, Stones, Diaz, and Shaw. I know you wouldn't really play. I whistle when I said that. Sure. I can't, couldn't do it again. Though. Yeah. Um, obviously, you wouldn't put Shaw in a back three, but for the sake of him getting again in my team, he, he's in a back three. Whether you like it or not, sure. Um, see, so Stones, thirteen out of twenty clean sheets, uh, unbelievable. Sixteen clean sheets for Diaz. I think they've been a great partnership this year. They, they've. Um, short things up at the back uh, for um, short things up 
Oh, are you sure? <laughs> um, Obviously, and so. a mention in the Champions League against PSG was class, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. But all Premier yeah. League, he's been class as well. Sure. I mean, he's played 30 games this year. It's great to see him as much as I despise everything about uh, Man United or, or Scum as they're better well-known. Um, it, it's good to see that he's been fit for a long period of time. He's obviously his troubles with injuries, 30 yeah. appearances this season, five assists, which is great. He's been, he's been. You like, never thought he could be that player, them, really. Um, so then I've gone for um, two holding midfielders. I've gone for Suchek. Yep. I think he's played every Same minute of the season for West Ham. Scored nine goals, not a bad return for a for a midfielder. Um, Sixteen million pound, I think he costs. That's a bargain. He's been at the heart of everything for West Ham this season. I think he, I think he's been brilliant. But what well, absolute great signing. He seems um, a lovely bloke as well. Yeah. Friendly giant. Uh, and then I've gone for the old uh, Cookstown Cafu, Stuart Dallas, playing alongside Suchek. Jesus Christ. Um, or, or, or the Leeds born Dallas, according to Sky and BT. I don't know where they do their research. Yeah. Um, he's played, again, like, like Suchek, he's played every minute for Leeds this season. He scored eight goals. Um, and this man, he could play anywhere. He could I mean, he is, um, he's done amazing for Leeds, but is he in team in the season? He's definitely he's in, he's in my team. He's definitely season. in the team of the season for Leeds, but oh, maybe he, not Premier he's been League. Unbelievable! He's played right back, centre mid, holding and attacking, and uh, he's played left back as well. Eighteen percent of the goals yeah. this season have come from Dallas. Uh, I will say he's been a great buy on he, fantasy. I think he costs us one point seven million as well. Uh, it's yeah, no one thought he could do what he's done. He's been a great servant for the club. What a man he is! What a man! Mm. Um, and then so I've gone for. Three attacking midfielders. So I've, got, I've had the two defensive, and I've got three attacking midfielders. Um, Fernandez, um, he scored a lot. Of, I know, I know most of his goals have been penalties, but 17 goals, 11 assists. You can't really overlook that. 41% yeah. of the goals come from him, um, either assisting or scoring for Man United. Foden, I, I was um, unsure about putting Foden in, to be honest with you. I was looking at Mount um, and a couple of other players. However, how good is he to watch? I think he's one of the best sort of young English players since maybe Rooney or even or even Gaza, like coming through. Yeah. He, he could like they've been comparing. Well, so he's got a lot Gaza. to live up to with with those names, but coming through at a young age, he's just fearless, running at players. I couldn't I couldn't leave him out really. I don't think he's worth a spot in the uh, team this season. He's he's the part he's played for City has been great, but. I mean, based Has on the best, like stats, a pivotal seven, part? seven goals, five assists. Based so. on the best, stats, other people have got better numbers. Yeah, I pretty much agree with what Gary Neville was saying Monday Night Football as well. He, he, other people have got better numbers, but he's just so good to watch, and he's just such yeah. a talent. To be honest with you, um, and I put, put Son in my team as well. And to be fair, seventeen goals and ten assists this season is in a Spurs team that have been quite defensive with Mourinho and whatnot. I think that's a very impressive return. The start of the season. If he continued the yeah, whole season, like he, he started. The start of the season, weren't they? Yeah. Um, and then that so goes to my two strikers. So I've gone for um, Harry Kane and uh, Patrick Bamford. Of course, you've got Patty Bamford in there. Patrick Bamford, 15 goals and seven assists in his yeah. first season in the Premier League. I mean, a couple of others that you could have picked ahead of him, but Patrick Bamford, he's had a great season. He's had a great season. Yeah. That's my start on Okay, well, I'm surprised you only picked two Leeds players, if I'm being honest. You picked a Leeds player that I didn't even pick, Rafinha as well. Yeah. I mean, he would get into my team, but I know I'd get absolutely battered around three Leeds players, but... 
Yeah, you can't argue with Rafinha being it. Well, you you probably well you can, but I'm not arguing. He's been uh, he's what been class. Some of the like little flicks as well. I know it's not based on that, but yeah, he's been good to watch. Yeah. And he's uh like you wouldn't associate like he's quite a skillful flair player. Like in Bielsa's sort of system, he's got a trap back all of that. He actually does that stuff and defends as well. So he works hard. I think he he's really um hard. he is a class player and he deserves a spot for me. Yeah, like, like like you, I've got quite a few honourable mentions as well. There's there's quite a few oh, players that yeah. are, that are very close. I'm sure we've probably got a few of the same players. I think I've got so you you had Gundogan. Gundogan oh, I can't say his name now either. Gundogan. Gundogan. I, I had him as an honourable mention. He's what had did a you great say? season. Gundogan. Gundogan. Um, yeah. Is there anyone else in there that I've got that's in your team? Uh... Gundogan, isn't it? anyway that's quite a few more measures. i'll let you do yours first yeah i mean i had like a big brainstorm about this so i just got i think i got carried away a bit but basically honorable mentions i got Grealish, konza rodri rodri was really close for me because he, he basically he just keeps it ticking obviously it's so, it's the it's the cliche word to say for like that type of player just keeps it ticking but i don't think uh city would have won the league without him uh you so you got Maguire as well everyone's crying about how shit he is, but really, if you look at the stats again, and he has this United team's completely different to how they've been in the last five years, so you've got to give him credit for that. And that's partly down to Maguire's like addition being at centre back, he's he's such a core player for them now. Uh, Kufau, NATO, NATO's been class, I can see him being a top four club soon or being at a top four club soon. I put Dallas down, same as James Pereira for West Brom is class he's actually class he'll be a top four club soon uh That's a big statement johnston for west brom like unfortunately for him he's had a shit defense in front of him and he's just had to pick it's the been, ball up been between but... him and Melier all season for top uh, yeah most amount of saves isn't it yeah he's uh but yeah the stats again they don't lie for for johnston and if you watch him he's he's decent at everything distribution save shot stopping catching all of that handling whatever um, and then I've got Robertson for Liverpool, Mount, Carl Walker-Peters. I think people forget about how good he was at the start of the season. He had his injury. I mean, two-thirds of the season, he's been class of Southampton. Um, Rice, Madison, Barnes. Barnes had an exceptional season as well. And Tillemans. That's my honourable mentions. Fair enough. Yep. Well, I, I agree with... Um... Quite a few, then to be fair, which is surprising, yeah. Um, yeah, so Shame he didn't disagree few... as much, but I'm sure he yeah. will at some point. So, so, I've gone for Gundogan, like I said, I think he's had a great season, he, he was very close to getting in my team. Um, I've got Lecante as well, I think, yeah. especially under Tuchel, he's been unbelievable, yeah. I mean, that man, he could intercept a drunk Snapchat, if he <laughs> <laughs> he's he's literally I, he just picks things off. He's generally, he? yeah, I think he's my favorite midfielder in the Premier League, he's so good, he is, um, he's so humble as well, yeah. He? Um, and De Bruyne, I mean, he's not had his best season in the world, but I, I still think he's probably one of the, he's probably one of the best players in the league. For the games um, he played, his his assists and goals are still really good. Yeah, he only no, played like twenty five games this year. Yeah, well, in the I think a lot of City players haven't played a huge amount of games. They just rotate it so much. But yeah, mm. I think he would have played more without injuries and whatnot. Yeah, um, Lingard, I think, give a mention as well. What what a revelation he was for a West Ham January signing, nine goals, three assists. It's a great return. If he'd been there, done that, doing that the whole season and been at West Ham the whole season, he, he probably would get into my team. They would have won the league as um, well. James Justin as well, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. Obviously, he done That's his a good cruciate ligament. Um, played every minute before that. First, That's such first a good twenty-three shout. games, I think. Again, he probably gets in the team. 
Yeah. Um, and I know there's a lot of competition down for right back. I think he can play centre back as well, can't he? But, yeah. Um, there's a lot of competition for right back for England. If he stayed fit, he might have had a look in. Who knows? He might have been in, in the Euro squad, but unfortunately, serious injury for him. Uh, Mo Salah. I mean, obviously Liverpool haven't had the best season, but for Salah to still get 20 goals. That's why I put Not him many in people there. have talked about him, but yeah, his 20 goals is unbelievable. He's time, still really. just a class player. Um, and but, Mason Mount, I think you, you had him in yours as well, didn't you? He, he's had a great season. Yeah. Um, what a player he is. Yeah. Calvert-Lewin like, would have... He, he, yeah, he was close to getting in my team. But the fact... Yeah. He's got 16 goals, which is brilliant, but he's not had any assists this season. Was that your fucking message, going? That was no, that was the uh, email. <laughs> Go on, I'm just always checking. gets fucking emails during the podcast. Would, uh, would Mason Mount class as a young player of the year? Just out of curiosity, he's 22. I say I'd say go up to like 23, wouldn't you, for young player of the year? I reckon. Yeah. Um, and then if Vardy was an honourable mention as well, 13 goals, nine assists. Again, 34 years old. He's still yeah. He's absolutely rapid as well. Sharp oh, as a man. bloody A4 piece of paper, isn't he? And then, I, then I've got a couple of Leeds players I've got to mention as well, even though I've already got two mm. in there. Calvin Phillips, unbelievable player. Seven out of the nine ga- uh, seven out of nine games without Phillips this season um, have resulted in losses for the mighty Leeds. Um, and then, He's overrated. And then Rafinha as well. He's overrated. I'm surprised you put Rafinha in your team, but I'm, I'm happily surprised because he's been unbelievable this season for us. Yeah. Oh, what a player. What a player. Pretty banner away. Anyway, that, that's our star 11. So I feel like we've agreed too much. I thought we were going to scrap this out, Podge. Yeah. We'll Anything to... you strongly disagree with my team? Uh, not really. It's hard because there's so many good players. Um, nah, not really. I mean, Dallas, like I said, probably. He, he has been... De- he is... I can't argue, like he's he's worth a, a shout for them definitely. Um, do you reckon he'll get Leeds Player of the Year? He's definitely with a shout. Yeah, he's definitely with a shout between him, Bamford, and Rafinha. Yeah. Really, I think the, the reason why I like Dallas as well is because Melly's had he, a great season. Yeah, Dallas I like because he just runs his socks off and he he's just he's like grown so much over the years with Leeds, like being from Brentford and like League One to where he is now. Yeah. So yeah. 1.7 million. What a, what a bargain. What a bargain that was. Right, so that was our um, team of the season, then. Next, we're going to be doing manager, player, young player, and our signings of the season. And surely we're going to be scrapping after that. Oh, yeah. So it's time for us to announce who we think is going to be, well, who we think is the manager of the season, player of the season, young player, and signing. As I crack open another one of. Belgium's finest. Oh, oh la la! What again? Do you want to have the honours, or do you want, do you want me to have the honours? You go first because I went first last time. How very polite of you. So, well, should we do it one by one? We we'll both do our managers, and we we'll both do our All right. player. We'll do it that way. Yeah, good yeah. idea. All right. So, manager of the season. Uh, quite a difficult one. There's quite a few of them to shout. Yeah, quite on. a few of them to shout. It- I mean. Who do you reckon there's? Who do you reckon the nominees are? Nominees, I think. Although they've obviously finished quite low down, Sean Dyche, I think he's always in with a shout to, for the, how low Burnley's budget is. Yeah. To, to keeping him up, Literally. keeping him safe and and fairly comfortably as well each season. They can they've barely. Had a of yeah. scares, but their budget compared to a lot of our clubs, I think he does a brilliant job. They he, can barely scrape credit. two two pences together. Can't so they? He could be a nominee in a lot of seasons, really. I think. Yeah. Um, 
you could also the obvious obvious suggestion would be Guardiola, wouldn't it? Obviously, they're going to win the league. Uh, they've won the EFL Cup. Could win the Champions League as well. They do a triple. I think you, <laughs> you phenomenal can't argue, season can't for argue him, if he it? gets it. Yeah, um, I feel sorry for the City fans a bit because they they've missed all of it. Like yeah, basically. But yeah, definitely, um, definitely, uh, probably the favourite, isn't he? Yeah, you say so. I think uh, Thomas Tuchel as well. He's coming and done a brilliant. How many job. games has he actually taken charge of though? Like, <sighs> don't know off the top of my head, but you think if they if Chelsea win the FA Cup and the Champions League, I don't think you can argue that. I, I think he's got a great case. For he him, probably would end up being. being and then yeah, you could say David Moyes. He's done a brilliant job with West Ham, but we'll cut to the chase here. I've gone for Brendan Rodgers. Oh, that is. I've the... gone for Brendan Rodgers. Um, again, it's there's a few games left, so. What I've just said about Tuchel and Guardiola, potentially if, if things go their way in the Champions League and FA Cup, if one of them wins both, I think you can't argue with them getting it. But Brendan Rodgers, I think, has done a brilliant job with Leicester. Sounds like you they're, picked that out of a hat. <laughs> their recruitment is brilliant. Um, they've got some great players and I think he's done a great job to get them in the top four, looking like they should get Champions League. Um, yeah, I think, I think he's done a great job. Fair, fair enough, James. I think you're wrong there, but... Do, do you, I just had a random flashback then. Do you remember when um, there was that program like about Liverpool on Channel Five? Yeah. And um, Sterling, he's like, "You stay steady to me one more time, and you'll be on the first plane back." <laughs> <laughs> just random flashback great, of that. Great accent as well. Do you reckon? I nailed that one. Yeah. Go on, who's your manager then? Uh, okay, my manager of the season is the Scottish David Moyes. David. Purely because just how shit West Ham have been the last few seasons, especially since they moved to their new stadium. Um, he, I think he deserves it. Loads of people write him off or write him off before he even joined. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. And I, I, they I, underestimate I, how much of a good manager he is. And he, he's turned their, like, he's turned their average players, which they signed for millions, like, for, for example, for now's. Uh, who else did they sign? They signed that Haller. He was sh- shit, but he made them half decent. Uh, but players like that, he's actually got the best out of them. And and he signed a few extras like Lingard. That's t- turned him around, basically. And I think he definitely deserves a shout. Yeah. I, I mean, they're going to they're get Europe, potentially. So Yeah, I, I think they look like they're going to get Champions League. It's looking more unlikely by the day yeah. at the moment. West Ham still... suits him. I think he's done a brilliant job when he was at Everton, didn't he, for all those years? Yeah. Yeah. I think West Ham just generally suits him. And I think people write him off like, oh, he's, he's a has been. Like, he was you know... at West Ham before and then he came back and he was like, what the fuck are they doing? Getting yeah, him yeah. But he's proved everyone wrong. He's proved me wrong. Because so... he's like a, he's like an old school manager like Allardyce or like Tony yeah. Pulis. He's in that sort of category in that era. And the fact that he's he's got West Ham to where they are, like fifth, are they fifth in the league at the moment? Yeah. Uh, I think that just that's that's amazing. So for me, like, and I think that owners are shite as well. By the way, uh, for me, he's definitely manager of the season. The fact that the reason Guardiola for me isn't is because he's expected to do what he's doing. So for me, it's the unexpectedness, if that's a word, of that's what I like about the Prem. Like there'll be unexpected things yeah. that happen. These people need credit for it. David but Moyes. Yeah, I actually met him once. Did you? Not properly. Can you do his Scottish accent? I, I can try. But um, no, is that, funnily enough, it was at the Nations League. I touched upon it earlier when Lingard had a disallowed goal. It was that day. 
So he saw this Lingard get a disallowed goal, and he's like, yeah. "I'm going to sign him in a few years' time." Yeah, but um, he wrote it down. I know, I know. Luke probably will listen to his podcast. I went to the Nations League, and he was there. Um, we're walking back after the game, obviously fuming that we've lost. Mm. Um, and all I hear is, "All right, David." And it turned around thinking it's going to be someone we know or whatever. Yeah. And it's David Moore's like, oh, you're right, lads. <laughs> <laughs> There's the accent. There's the accent. Oh, is um, it going, boys? Oh, you're right, lads. It's <laughs> like the weirdest thing. What, was he when just in the street? Around, well, he's walking out of the stadium. I think he's doing some punches. Oh, all right. Okay. That's crazy. It's <laughs> like expecting it to be some random David we've met somewhere along yeah. the line. It's David Moore. Fucking hell. Right. Fair play. Right. Anyway, so move on to, to player this season. Yeah. Um, I'll cut straight to it. I'll go for Diaz. All right. I'll cut straight to it. Harry Kane. I said it. Harry Kane. You said it. Right. Fair enough. Um, all right. Reason I'll go for Diaz. I think City have always been a great attacking side. Um, this year, they've improved the defence massively, and Diaz is credit to him, really. Yeah. Um, obviously, Stones is a massive improvement playing with him. Diaz has just been different class. What a yeah. signing. Um, he puts his body on the line for everything as well. He's like an old school defender. It's great to watch. Yeah, his passion, and um, do you know what? Like, I feel like you feel like tackling's gone out of the game a bit, and defending gets overlooked sometimes. You you actually saw them against PSG. They were celebrating like tackles and blocks yeah, I going like mental. I, I love to see that. I actually love to see. He's that. a bit of an old school so, uh, centre back, isn't he? He'll, fr- I, I, he'll throw yeah. his penis in front of the ball if he, <laughs> he if he it. needs to. He will. Um, yeah, I, I can't really disagree there. Like, he's definitely up for a shout, and you've gone for him. A lot. Of, you don't often pick a defender for this sort of thing. Yeah, but I feel like he definitely deserves. It's it. a bit boring, but I understand why boring, he picked. He deserves it. All right, go on, Harry Kane. Why are you going for Harry Kane? Obviously, the goals and the assists. Um, he makes a really shit Tottenham team look slightly less shit. Um, the fact that his son partnership at the start of the season as well that just gives you flashbacks of like Torres Gerard Lampard Drogba that's what I like to see um and yeah some of the goals he scored as well have been class his right foot is basically like a left foot if you see what I mean it's like a rocket like a proper what? rocket it's you right, know like it's, right, it's like a left foot you know like how left footers they they've got some some of them have got rockets like Morton Gas Pedersen and <laughs> Players like that. He, he's Gump. got Morton Gamps person. Yeah, him. He's got his. We'll never forget. He's got his left foot on his right. If that makes sense, and he can score some. No, there's always goals. something about a left foot strike. And I get what you're trying to say. You put it very badly, but I get what you're trying. Roy, to say. Roy Hodgson knew. He put him on corners. What? He knew, mate. What do you reckon Roy Hodgson's left foot's like? I'd say it's fucking. If he unleashed it in training, <laughs> we would, we're going to win the Wurros. <laughs> if he unleashed it in training, he displaces hip. <laughs> oh, wow. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, Harry came for me. Uh... Speaking of displaying, I'm going to bore you with a lead story now. Um, oh, we, Bamford we, absolutely yeah. smashed the volley. For some reason, Bielsa apparently on the training drills, he, um, oh, I he, told he, me he stands in the goal. Yeah. He said, well, he stood in the goal for this one anyway. I don't know why. And um, Bamford's absolutely levered a volley, clear cut straight on his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> it knocks him straight on like, the, the bridge of his nose, and his glasses have gone flying. And since then, Bielsa's glasses, if you watch his interviews, his glasses are proper wonky. Yeah. Oh. He, that, that's, that's crazy. What a man. Uh, right, young player of the year? Um, I've gone a bit out there and I've chosen 
is it Bokioi Saka? I can't say his <laughs> These pronunciations get the worst one. Do we even watch football? <laughs> yeah, Saka. We watch it, but you can't pronounce the name. I'll just say Saka. But yeah. yeah, for me, Saka, he's 19. No one, no one's probably going to agree with me in this one, but he's literally carried Arsenal and he's 19 years old. He's not been he, he's not been overly consistent. Like he, so how's he won young especially year, especially in the last couple of games, but majority of the season he's been their ray of hope basically, and he's like I say, nineteen years old. He's been polishing that turd for. Um, he has been. Uh, he's the, he is still. How's he young for the season though? I don't. Oh, I don't agree with you. Well, well, James, it's a matter of opinions here, and uh, and you're entitled to your opinions, and fuck and your fuck opinion. your opinion. <laughs> but um, yeah, Nav and my brother-in-law will. He might be listening. He might not. Uh, yeah, we've been talking about him as well, and basically, he's been saving. Oh, our... <laughs> He's been saving Arteta's career this whole time, and uh, that he literally deserves the best holiday possible, Saka. This oh, year, do you love him? I do love him. So, uh, mine is Saka. Oh, have you got another fucking email? From Jesus Xbox. Christ! Put it on silent. What are they saying? Buy an Xbox Series S and sell it to forty pound. Oh fuck off! It's probably been sent from someone in Nigeria or something. <laughs> um, right, young player of the year. Oh, yep. you've obviously gone for Saka. Foden, I've gone for. Oh, you and Foden. I put him in my team and I put him in Yeah, grow up, he's James. Fucking amazing. He's not going to retweet us. Come on. I've already spoken about it. I ain't going to dwell on it too much. It's Foden. We'll go straight on to sign-in. I've got... I keep burping now. Um, let that out. Fucking hell. Sign-in, I've gone for... A player that you had in your starting eleven. Yeah. Which I didn't. I'll give you a clue. He's Brazil. Oh, Rafinha. He yeah. only cost 80 million. Of course he's elite We fan. think he's fucking oh, brilliant. Rafinha. Who you gone for? <laughs> the only reason I noticed him so well as well is fantasy again he's cheap he gets the assists he gets goals uh my signing of the season is i'm gonna say suchek yeah i thought you were gonna delay that for a while then you sound like you're gonna i thought it was like an x factor it's gonna go to a break <laughs> suchek, stay tuned yeah. i can't argue with that he, nah, he's, suchek. he's been a great sign as well he, he was in a shower he's just an assured assured player in the midfield People will probably fucking shouting. Well, they won't be because no one listens. But <laughs> people will be people that do listen. They'll be fucking saying, "Why didn't we choose Fernandez?" Or, um, but oh, oh, so we just got a, man. You're not a Leicester game in the background. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the box scramble. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I can't argue with that choice of Suchet. So. And again, it's it's like you expect Fernandez to do what he's done. He should be for the money they paid. Uh, for me, Suchek was was one of those like hidden gems, bargain. Um, he's he's a defensive midfielder that scores goals, uh, and he's basically led West Ham up to possibly a potential European spot. So, yeah, he's definitely worth signing of the season for me. Fair play. Right, so that's it for our teams of the season, manager and etc. Um, next, we'll be talking villain of the week. Villain of the week. Oh. Right, it's time for Villain of the Week. Sponsored by nobody. <laughs> yes. So a few nominees for this week. Mm. Um, Staff, Graham Souness. 
So he's been nominated. Pogba's for... got a demon. <laughs> he's just got a demon. His accent is just flying today. Yeah. Um, so this is going back to the Man United Liverpool game when it got postponed. Um, his reaction, I thought, was quite embarrassing, really. As much as I, I've already said I hate Man United or, or Scum, as they're better well known. Um, but they've got their right to protest, breaking the stadium. I mean, it's quite extreme, but they want to get their point across. A fair play to them. Yeah. And he's got mental. Oh, they could have killed us. They threw their beer can and they could have killed us there. <laughs> um, even worse than your accent, that one. And this man, <laughs> when he was at Galatasaray, he yeah. put a Galatasaray flag in the middle of the Fernabacho pitch. And I mean, yeah. Talk about clubs that hate each other. These clubs, like their fans, that's, pretty much fucking kill each other. You're wishing for a death sentence. And that's pretty much that. like causing a riot by doing that. And he yeah. has a cheek to say that. So that's why he, he's, I, do, he's, he's nominated. Do you think it's week. just because he's Liverpool and he's talking about Man United? He just hates Pogba, Man United. He just hates, yeah. I feel like he should, I think he should just retire, to be honest with you. He's, do you reckon? Um, yeah, he's past it. Ooh. Great, He was a great player. Um, but he's losing the plot as a pundit, I feel like. He should just retire. Sorry, Graham. Another uh, listener we've bloody lost now. <laughs> dropping, like, dropping like flies. Florentino Perez, Graham Soonis, and Ryan Giggs. Yeah, <laughs> not good. Ryan Giggs is your prick still. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got, you got <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. My my nominee. I got two nominees. Go I got on. Arteta. Yeah. Mikel Arteta, because uh, yeah, Arsenal were just a shambles. I don't like his demeanour in press conferences. They got knocked out of the Euro- uh, Europa League semi-finals after two dismal performances, and they're going to finish mid-table, if not bottom half. And it's just pretty shit, really. Um, he's trying to be—he's trying to be like literally copy the, the style Guardiola plays, and it's just not working with the players that Arsenal have. So he just does mad him, mate. He just does mad him for some reason. He's, his hair's too thick. <laughs> I just don't like it. Um, so that's one of mine, and also Tom Lawrence. Sorry, sorry. We've had some strong, we've had some strong nominees on the past on Villain of the Week, and um, a lot of them have been for various like serious reasons. But one of them, yeah. one of them, he's not doing well at his job, and he's got too thick hair. <laughs> that is, it pisses me off that he doesn't have some sort of like skin fade or like because it would look good with a skin fade. It's a nice head of hair. Is he got a rat tail or not? <laughs> He could do, well. No, you you won't be able to brush that. Uh, and then my other my other nomination is uh, Tom Lawrence of Derby, who was celebrating with the Derby players about them staying up by the skin of their teeth, um, and he was holding a bottle of champagne. And was it about a year ago, or maybe a year and a half, oh, yeah. where yeah. he was done for drink driving, seriously injured Richard Keogh, which you'll probably go on to now. <laughs> I will go on oh, to now. Swiftly, mate. <laughs> swiftly that. on. So, yeah. Somebody take that bottle of champagne off Tom Lawrence, for God's sake. Yeah. So, Derby as a whole, I'm going to nominate as a um, as a villain of the week because how embarrassing was that celebration? They've just set up in the championship, but it's skin of their teeth. They've won. Was it one game in like 16? Um, they drew against Sheffield Wednesday. To, Survive by the skin of their yeah, teeth. They're forming the last. They're like, celebrating 10 games with beers in the streets with the fans going mental. Ah, oh, fucking, that's embarrassing. This that's was a team that was in the playoffs, like. Yeah, they beat us in the playoffs, 
I mentioned it before, they one of the players took a shit in the dressing room, giving it the big and <laughs> consistently now, in the playoffs. Now, as well, now look at the fucking state of them. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, they might still go down if these points deducted go ahead. They've got all these financial fair play rules. It, yeah. We touched on before Mel Morris, dodgy, sold the um, stadium to hit the business that he owns mm. just to give him like try and avoid financial fair play yeah. a few dodgy dealings um and if they weren't then, struggling financially enough then yeah. they've got this payout richard keogh yeah so richard keogh obviously with the drink driving scanner you've got tom lawrence and mason bennett in the front uh, i don't know if both of them are driving or just one of them i'm not sure but uh richard keogh in the back richard keogh got fucked from it didn't he so he was out for pretty much the season he knew it, his career could have ended yeah. definitely and then they sacked him, but kept the other two. They obviously sacked him because he couldn't play. Yeah. Kept the other two on, they just find him. Um, just find them both, Mason Bennett and Tom Lawrence. Uh, and Richard Keogh went to court with him and uh, he's got a 2.5 million payout, I think it was today. Something like that, yeah. So. Good luck, go. Derby. Fuck you, Derby. Fuck you, Derby. And uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll just both agree that it's fucking Derby. That's Derby. Villain of the week. So Derby, congratulations. Yeah. Villain of the week, and if you go down, it'd be funny, very funny. What's that? Um, you know, Ty from Arsenal Fan TV. I love it when he's like, "I hope Derby get relegated." <laughs> you know what he's like? He's like, "I hope Brighton get relegated." And uh, obviously, Cardiff equalised against Rotherham as well, didn't they? Last minute. Set yeah. Them down. Oh, that's that's uh, just. The they chuckle- should have bantered it and just fucking oh, do you know let what? them I stay up. I hope Derby go down with a point deduction and Rotherham stay up just for the sake of the. Do you know? No, it'd be just Wookham. for the sake of the Chuckle Brothers. It'd be Wookham. Oh, is it? Yeah, Wookham. Wookham. <laughs> Wookham. I'm a Savna. Yeah, it'd be Wookham. Wookham. Oh yeah, somehow they're literally somehow they leap for them. Yeah, that's an amazing oh, job, yeah. by the way, Gareth Ainsworth. Let's let's save that for another day. Let's save that for another day. But uh, yeah. Anyway, it's been another enjoyable podcast. Give us a kiss, James. and uh yeah that was good wasn't it happy days i enjoy that so yeah um thanks again for listening and it's currently 2-1 leicester versus man united as we speak yeah thank you again for listening um we'll be back next week for another one and uh hope you enjoyed goodbye goodbye